Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 153 of Another Woodshop Podcast, the number one woodworking adjacent podcast in a contingent 48 states. Also, that number one spot is only contingent on people actually listening. Thank you. For more information, please email the Daniel Dunlap Experience at danieldunlapphotography.com. What's up, boys? Well, previous episode shots fired by Pete. And pre-show shots fired. Pre-show, post-show. I hope you are all ready for an exciting and first annual Nebraskan Spelling Bee. Oh, you just <laughs> yeah, had to work you. that in there, didn't <laughs> you? The uh, today's word uh, is A, as in a car. <laughs> a, a Geico insurance <laughs> agent. Uh, hey, I wanted to say a big thanks to our patrons. You guys are dope. We didn't get any new ones. For some reason, you guys have stopped bringing on new members of Patreon Club, or as we call it, the Met Army. So this is me guilting you into, you know, into helping support this beautiful program to continue it going forward. Every dollar that comes to us. (laughs) I need to every dollar that comes to us. uh, Ten cents of that goes to a starving Nebraska boy. John, John's not that hungry. He's doing pretty good. He's pretty skinny. Have you seen how skinny oh. that kid is? <laughs> skinny string bean, huh? Uh, well, with that being said, add some money to the Feed John Foundation. <laughs> no, uh, big thanks to our VIP patrons, Alex Copajohns, Bill Burkle, Daniel Bryson, Jacob Miller, Justin from Calvary Customs, Christian Tong, Malcolm at Boston Over Woodworks, Matt Maynard, Patriarch Pines, Max and Mindy Coons, Melinda Coons. I assume that Melinda is... You know, Mindy is short for Melinda. I assume it's the same. People maybe we're maybe they're double dipping. Two people. You guys are dope. Thank you. If that's the truth, if it's not, still dope. You're the best. Anyway, still dope. Michael Flickinger, Mike Lydon, Scott Holland, Square Splinter, Steve Laterola, and that's everyone. Thanks, y'all. Y'all, that's be awesome. the bestest. I yeah, still can't real. believe that like people want to support us, and they're so generous that they give us money to continue doing this. We love you guys for that. That's freaking amazing. For shizzle. Sometimes I forget how famous and humble I am, you know? So thanks for reminding me. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I guess we'll throw it to our guest. Have them tell us about themselves. Dan? Oh. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Uh, We don't have anything to talk about this week, guys. Uh, This is a weird episode. There's nothing going on. We're just kind of here. If you, so, I was actually. You guys just want to sit here in silence and stare at each other. For Mike, an if hour? you hadn't I'm, done that story forty-five minutes before we started, we would have done zero promotion this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, we almost yeah. did none. I literally, I've been trying to, I've been setting up this new laser, and it's been kicking my butt because the software is really bad. And uh, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll go into that, but uh, I was like, oh, it's five. We have to do the podcast in an hour. Yeah, I, I completely spaced it until I saw your story, and I was like, oh, that's tonight. That's tonight. Yeah, well, I, I spaced it until I saw Toma calling his call, and he's like, I didn't know what to write in or call in because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing. I was like, oh, God, that's tonight. We're doing anyway. America. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it live. So <laughs> I wanted to talk really quickly about my pivot on buying the verified checkmark. Oh, here and we go. 
Um, no, let's it's talk gar- about it. It is trash. Hypocrite. It's trash. Hypocrite. It's Sorry. trash. Uh, I hate it. I hate that that's the situation we're in. Did we just pivot think- into a topic episode? Well, this is, we've done like two of these. Well, this is crazy. I mean, I well, I want to talk about it because I, I want to know. Reach I want to hear Most about it. Know. Because so, we both flip flopped. Well, I, I'm not. I still actually nothing. My opinion has not changed. Yes. Uh, my opinion has not changed. My opinion is still the same. There's there's more factors to it though. Like the punk side of me is like, you know, f the man. This ca- this can't be the case. But like the the pragmatic side of me is like, I'm not going to beat Zuckerberg on his game. This is his game. Like I not can't with that attitude. Beat I can't beat Instagram at Instagram. And if they've decided that if you're a content creator that now you have to pay them to make money on the platform, then that's just what it is. Like I can't choose the parameters of this platform that we use. It's never been I mean they're always going to decide the fate of Instagram. They've never made I it for I say we start a new platform, a new social media platform, and we call it Coffee Social. That's a terrible idea, but there's a new one called Lemonate by the people who brought us TikTok that I've been reading about, and it's for sure going to sh- get I, shut down as I well. I was literally about to bring um, up... Have you guys heard of Clapper? Only from you. No, because apparently a, a crap load of people are... Clap on. Clapper. That's the only... Which I, I have it's no idea clap. about it. Clap on, clap off. I, it's a silly name. Oh, and, come on. You know, I threw you guys a softball. No, you're, you're they're all silly and names. And they're all Instagram? silly Instagram? Now it's like cool now, but like when we first heard you're like, yeah. Instagram? How about Insta-ounce instead of gram? Right? Yeah, Imperial. do a... Gr- do an ounce like an American. Uh, no, it's so Instagram. So no. I, I was, I was like, going, I still think that it's absolutely ludicrous that they harvest our information. They do all this stuff. It's all this stuff is. I just am absolutely against it, hundred percent. But the bottom line is, I make money on this platform, and I have brands that pay me to post for them on this platform. And basically, what it was is, it was like, okay, I talked to some people who got it. Dan didn't see any traction. Uh, a couple other people didn't see any traction, but a few I'm more probably people doing did. Something wrong. A few more people <clears throat> did than didn't. So I was like, okay, look, I have brands that pay me money to post and talk about their stuff. Uh, I need my page to do as well as it can. If that means paying 15 bucks a month, then that's what it means. And I think that's what in- Instagram knows that. So Instagram knows that we're making money on it. They're going to demonetize us with our the options we have to make money. They're going to charge us money now. And then they're going to kind of let us do our thing to make money with brands. I think if you don't do content creation and you aren't making money at content creation, it makes zero sense to pay for the the verified thing because it really just doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't matter. But if you're doing paid content or doing content creation as like a gig, then I think you're not going to have any choice. And that's kind of where I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to win here. 15 bucks a month is 15 bucks a month. It's not even a big deal. I make decent money on instagram alone that's not including the other that's five cases so. pizzas a week like why would why would i waste that are they three dollars <laughs> they are not three dollars <laughs> imagine they're 15.99 for a large so you're, you're paying one casey's pizza a week to yeah. be verified i mean a, a month, month. <clears throat> a month sorry 14.99 or whatever but so it's it sucks i hate it i don't like it i don't like that we yeah. <clears throat> that i have to do it but it is it's and honestly, like I, I, I bought it for the month and I canceled it right away. Um, so it runs out here on the seventh. Um, but honestly, I have not been posting as much. But when I am posting, I am seeing better numbers, honestly. So I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna keep running with it more than likely. Um that is just kind of my stance with it. I mean, I hate it, but it is what it is. I don't so, there's a lot of things I hate about Instagram. A lot of things I hate about Instagram. Oh, we know. 
We know how you And it's offset by <laughs> how much I love doing YouTube. And YouTube is getting very, very exciting. Like, I'm really excited about YouTube. I see, listen, like, it, the, the community is one of the major reasons to even be on Instagram. Obviously, like, you don't need to pay for it. Wait for it. Yes, you don't. And so that brings me to my point, which is I had initially mentioned when, they, when people asked us about the blue check mark, I was like, it's stupid. I hate it. Like, same opinion as Mike. Like, this is dumb. I don't want to pay to play. We're all going to end up getting it. I haven't yet. I'm almost like kind of like wanting to do a social experiment of like, let me see if I can continue to grow without it. Um, and, you know, part of me also just doesn't want to shell out 15 bucks and you have to like upload your license and stuff. It's like they yeah. will, you know, it's one of those things, but I'm you sure change your profile picture. <clears throat> Oh, do you have to yeah, change losing, your profile picture? Losing, yeah, you have to make it a picture changed? of your face. It sucks. Oh, like I, I don't like that's that. That's why I was wondering you see why a lot of people. Yeah. See, yeah, that's, that's exactly why. That, that explains a lot. Thank you. I, I didn't do that at first, and and uh, so when I applied for mine, uh, I didn't do that at first, and I didn't change <clears> my name either because it had always said Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and it made me take off the woodworks, and it made me upload a picture of myself, and I was like, God, oh, come on. Wait, you made you so after, change your after, handle? Mine that? says Mike Coffee. No, no, my, no, you still my handle, handle is the same. Okay. But the yeah. name shows up as Mike Coffee now, not Coffee Custom Builds. Oh, I was. Yeah. I, I did notice that in messages. That's that I was I like, meant. now giving me names. I'm like, who is this person? And I click into messages so, like, oh, it's I just this thought, account oh. that I've been talking to every day. I just thought, no big deal. Once Who's I get ben verified, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I couldn't. Do Once this. I get verified, I'll just change it back, and it doesn't allow you. If, mm. if you want to change That's it back, you have to lose your verified status. Yeah, you can't. You can't See, be verified and have your pseudonym. One of the reasons I also didn't up, um, didn't upgrade to the. Or I don't know if it's an upgrade. I didn't make the lateral move it's to a check mark because I was. At the time, riding a wave, and I had a video, actually not even like a recent video, I had just like a video just kind of doing okay, but it kept growing me, and it got me over 100k, I forget if I mentioned that last week, if that was last week. Okay, well I'm going to mention it. You're very obnoxious about it. Super obnoxious. Very Very congratulations. Made it over 100k. (laughs) Actually, Dan mentioned it next week, You did last week, you didn't even mention it. Can you mention it next week? Or when I'm away, Dan, can you mention it that week, please? Thank you. That's your only When job. you're away, we probably won't be doing this show. No, but I'll mention it. Say. I'll tell my neighbor. Hey, so Steve. Did you I, was ri- <laughs> so I was riding the wave. And and at the time, everyone was getting their verification uh, check marks and stuff. And I'm like, let me just see if I can keep going. Like, is it is it just going to hit? Am I going to hit a wall? Whatever. So I hit 100K and like almost another 1,000 after that. And then it like stopped. So now I'm like, okay. I also haven't been posting a lot. I've just been kind of riding the that wave so like let me see if i'm gonna grow so i want to see if i can still continue to grow without getting the check mark but in the long run i'm probably gonna get it the other thing that really bugs me about it and this might just be me but when i used to get a comment on one of my videos and someone had a, a blue check mark it almost like excited me a little bit I'm like oh who's this who's this right. what's that yes what joni sprung oh joni joni oh my god the joni uh but like now everyone's a check mark now like everyone's verified because it can be pretty much almost anyone, right? Do you need actually? Do you even need a minimum? No, I don't. I've had think so. people comment on my page that have like three hundred followers, and they have it. Interesting. This is the same conversation of when they gave everyone the links and stories. Uh, everyone uh, has it. It has no value. Yeah, it's, it's which which brings you. Yeah, point remember of like, when you had to get to ten thousand followers to get the link? Yeah, like, and that was the big thing. Ring. Like, oh, I finally got it to ten thousand. I can put links in my yeah. stories. Yeah. I feel like it was like two weeks after I got the the links capability that they changed it to everybody. And well, yeah. Instagram did actually something 
smart for once. Uh, they actually made a, well, they something took us that for made, all of our money. Well, that that no, but I mean, smart <laughs> for us. Like they actually did an upgrade, a quality of use upgrade. That's like, oh, this actually makes sense, and that is multiple links in your in your um, in your profile. But they look like trash. Did you? It's not polished yet. They but, look, it, but it's they there. Look so bad. Did you read more about that post though? I did not. They will allow you to put five links in your profile, but only one will be visible at a time. Yes, you yeah, have to like. Looks, I think you like. So it says like the link and one more or two more, whatever you do. Yeah. But it's nice because now I think you literally have the option because I clicked on someone's account and it said like their Facebook. Like it could have taken me straight to their Facebook from there. So that's kind of nice. You know, it, it's do you something. Want that though to like go to people's Facebook? No, I want people no, to go to my website or the thing I'm. Well, pushing. yes. That's, well, I'm saying like, it's, you know, we all did the link tree and whatever. We still can do the link tree, but now you can have like your link tree or like a a link straight to your YouTube. Uh, or now with the. Can uh, you do five link trees? Yes, technically. <laughs> um, but I've been I uh, I like the whole um, link Mike, tree gun. I think you sent me the link. I forget the link of the 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 name of the site. The one that you can link a YouTube video and it pops goes straight. out of browser. Yeah, is that? Yeah. Did you get that from the video that Tumus Tumus sent me a video? It's like really good. Uh, Jeff is YouTube. the one who told me about yes. that link. Yeah, Jeff he sent me. I'll send it to you. It's like a really good video about some like growth in, on YouTube and one of the things that they offered because they talk about a lot of processes for like things that they do with TubeBuddy and, and some of the other um, applications to help them optimize. And one of them was using that that website, which basically, instead of it opening up in the Instagram browser, it goes well, it straight kills your to your I So I did an experiment yeah. on my last video, which I think is Moxenvice. Um Man, I'll tell you <clears> what, <throat> that link definitely makes a difference. <laughs> Like, like people jumping straight to the app with the video, it's a huge deal. Like that, really? Like, yeah. oh yeah, sharing. I had. Uh, let me let me pull up the number, Pete. Ba- no, I, I, so, no, is it I, because I, is it because they stay logged in? Because like when yes, you open up the exactly. YouTube because, app, so if, yeah, if you're a not logged in. Who's not signed in goes to your video and interacts. They don't know who to attribute that view to. Yeah. So if they go, if they watch twenty seconds of it. And they try to like it. They can't like it because they're not signed in. So they leave it and it looks to YouTube like you just lost someone just after lost 20 view. seconds exactly. and your right. CTR From a no-name account. Yeah. Oh, your and attention dip. Excuse and me. And that's the thing. Like when it's going into... How many times have you gotten someone, some psychopath that sends you a Facebook video, right? David Wirt. Uh, so if someone sends you a Facebook video and then you find yourself like you, you watch that video and then you scroll to the next one because we're conditioned to just scroll to the next video and then you realize you're watching like reels on facebook or you're at uh, one time some, at, at one point i'm like <coughs> scrolling through and i go wait am i in the youtube app when did i get to the youtube app and so, that's that's why you want it because like it's actually moving you to that platform and getting you off of instagram instagram doesn't like that but it's good for your videos so i really like that so mox and vice has like eleven thousand views nice. and 20 percent of that is external that is views directly from Instagram because I didn't post it anywhere else. So mm. that is just in stories. So those are giving me good, solid views. 20%, it's even 20.2% of the views for that video. So what's that? 2,200 <clears throat> views? Yep. That's that's pretty solid off and, of Instagram and here's views. The thing. Like, that's it's good. It's not even views, Mike. Because like the thing, Instagram has almost, and this is true with most Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. There's a separate thing for external sites. Instagram only gave me 1.5%. But still, disregard. it's, a, it's still sorry. a developing thing. No, yeah. But, no, but no, here's no. the thing. It it's not even about just no, it's, views. But the, Google the fact search the got is, me 94% of those. That's not bad. 
Hey, that's you're, really you're getting good. shown in the views. But hang on. So what I'm I'm saying is it's, when it takes you to another platform, it's not just about the views. It's the subs because now people can actually subscribe and the to doms. There is literally and the doms. There is literally no like translation. Like you can have an account. There's plenty of accounts out there that have 150,000 on Instagram and like 3,000 or something on YouTube or TikTok. It, there's no translation from platform to platform. Just because you're big on one thing doesn't mean you're going to be big on another one. This allows you to at least capture a couple more of the subscriptions that you wouldn't otherwise get. So I think that's actually, that's where the real value is because then- Can you share you that link YouTube, in the show notes for everybody? Yeah, what's the link something? I'm blanking on it. I've got it right here. I'll send it to you. Yeah, you do. Um, so yeah, so there's that. That was really helpful. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find this thing right now. Where did I put it? Dan, uh, it's you called Link about. Twin. Linktwin.com. Linktwin. Yep, that's it. Um, well, L-I-N-K-T-W dot I-N. Uh, anyway, that's a good one. So the other thing is, is I've been playing with shorts and man, I am telling you what, shorts are real scary, man. That messes I've not up burned your a hole in my shorts during the pre-show. <laughs> you you got to stop putting your uh, oily rags in your pants, Dan. It's, uh, yeah, if you want to see watch, Dan almost catch watch fire Jason's in the video? pre-show, watch the pre-show. I'm not going to uh, tell you where it's at though in the pre-show. You have to watch the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> what a tease. Teaser. <laughs> I love that actually, Dan. That's great. Yeah, you have to watch. So, bef- then, before then, I started doing short, so I watched a video. I watched a video. I've been watching so much more YouTube than I have recent in the most recent few weeks because I'm doing a lot of research on some of these like channels that discuss how to grow, like growth strategies on YouTube. Um, but I I watched a, a channel, and you guys heard of Patty Galloway? No, no. So Patty Galloway is a guy who's like a big channel oh, maker. Like he makes. Okay. He makes, he's an Irish guy. He helps some of these, he helps Mr. Beast. He helps a lot of these big channels with some of their growth strategies and stuff. Not that Mr. Beast needs help, but he helps them with <laughs> thumbs and stuff. But anyway, he has a channel of his own. Lots of good information. P-A-D-D-Y Galloway. But is that the guy him. that Drew was talking about? Wasn't, we mm-hmm. had a guest on that they were talking about, uh, he had talked to some YouTube strategizer. That I'm helps not sure. some of the big name people. I'm not I think sure. It was Drew. But, but uh, basically, they did a video thing. about a guy, a, a channel did 30, he for 30 days, he did 30 shorts, one short a day. I did one short a day for a week and I got 200,000 views out of it. Damn. They went like this, like straight up. But my US <laughs> geography went like this. Just straight down. I went from 65% to 44% U.S. geography in seven days. Damn. That is not good. And here's why. Because when you go to a brand and you want to have them pay you to do an ad read in a video, they want you to have at least 55 to 65% U.S. geography because they can't if sell If that the brand products. is in the U.S. Yep. The brand is – I don't know why you yep. wouldn't have a brand you're going to in the well, yeah, so I, that, that and, and yeah. granted, it's not may, maybe not every single brand because there are some brands that just want to see the the views per video. They don't care about the. Where'd you hear like, that? Um, the mobile apps one, the like the game one. Oh, that's all they want. Yeah. They just well, want that. They okay. may not necessarily. Um, that's that's at least what I've heard is that they don't care as much. It's the ones that like you know, some of those the the U.S. brands do want the U.S. views because they they're selling a product physically in this country. They want to be able yeah, to ship like it there. Yeah, like HelloFresh, Squarespace, yep. these brands, 
these brands are the yes, ones that want absolutely. like these 55 to 65 numbers because they don't want because people in India, <clears throat> Indonesia aren't going to be buying these services now, or products. So, OK, so here's the thing. Like you're, you know, you're a YouTuber, you're a content creator, you're making money with it. You're trying to get these brands on 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 board. It, yes, granted, you're not getting U.S. views, but. It's not necessarily bad. You are still growing. It is the bad if you still... can't sell something to. The, it's all about ads for the but sponsors, though. But growing your channel is good. Yes, growing, growing your, your channel is good. Channel, but the problem which is, can grow the other stuff as well. Like you could still get more U.S. viewers because of right. It. So if you sort my geography right now by shorts and videos, like overall my channel is at forty-five percent U.S. right now. What is your uh, contingent? Forty-eight numbers is that a, is that so a if thing? i go to if i go to video if i go to videos my long form videos i'm at 70 percent us which is fantastic mm -hmm. if i go to shorts i'm at 35 percent us which is not super great so it's it's yeah. a, it's swaying my other numbers overall um so anyways i'm like eh, i kind of want to do this to grow my account i think like what's basically what generally is if you have a small account which mine is a very small channel once my cha once you have a cha like a video pop Dan, are you all right? Dan's yeah. like bored out of his mind. He's crying. Dan, yeah, Dan what do you not think? Um, once you have a chant, like a video hit, everyone's like, once you have a video hit, your other videos do this too. So I'm hoping that like eventually one of, like now that we're starting to get into a groove on these YouTube videos, mm. like once a video hits, the other videos will tag along and that'll help skew the, the, the numbers back. But anyway, I'm just like super pumped about YouTube right now. It's like all yeah. I can think I about mean, in terms at, of outside At the end of the day too, it's like you, your videos are quality. But you're also getting volume right now. You're getting something that you like because of how busy you've been. You haven't been able to really tackle it, and volume is king. Unfortunately, you know you got to get a lot of videos no, out there that are so. good. Well, I mean, no, I good here's the thing: you're not putting out Con quality uh, is good. Yes, but hang on. Quality but I'm good. not saying you're putting out crap just to put out crap. I'm saying you're you've got volume now, so you've got good and great videos coming out. You don't have bad videos coming out. Yeah, the shorts are, are like my bangers. Like I'm pulling all my bangers out on shorts, right? Like I'm just feeding up the bangers, like all the good ones. So like they they translate from it. Like yeah. Dan, like you should your 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 bangers on Dan's like just totally out. Pete, all your bangers on Instagram. Yeah. If yeah. you feed them, <laughs> if you edit them a little bit and clean them up a little bit and throw them onto yeah. shorts, I mean, for mine they've been translating oh, very well. Like actually, the same. I was gonna pick your brain about this because you know with Facebook the whole thing with like ads and whatnot is like you can't use the music because whatever mm -hmm. their whole advertising. I don't use any music for um, it. I was gonna ask you, do you use the YouTube music for your videos? Epidemic. Epidemic. Okay, so that's epidemic has does. I've also been strikes. going forward now. Like I've been anytime I shoot video, I try to be conscious of the noise in the background of the shot because knowing full well that on Facebook I will have to be posting that without any kind of epidemic works with Facebook for the ads. It it does, but I was saying like I've been think because I'm just like I'm trying to think of like least amount of effort to like can I just yeah, yeah. put it as an ASMR or like the woodworking sounds you know sped up a little uh -huh. bit if, if that's gonna work so that's what I've just been trying to be conscious of but I was gonna ask I you about to, that like, if you're using the music from there I have to use Epidemic because like unless I can record something at night that's just myself there's always <laughs> someone else using tools in the background because I have Sean and Matt like I can't get a quiet shop just like I him. can't everybody's yeah I have that same problem and I don't have three guys I only got the one other just, it's just him and Matt it's, <laughs> it's just like uh it's like just constant noise so it's just like I have to use some sort of sometimes I can get in there by myself and I can have some really nice shop sounds but um you need another shop that's like the show shop that's where the you plan. actually do your content. I mean, when the new building's done my con yeah. my shop will be a content build will be my content shop yeah. and my personal shop 
So mm-hmm. it'd be like an auxiliary shop. But anyways, that's the world on social media right now. Dan, we'll move the topic away from this. So well, I don't know how you're bored about this. This is very exciting stuff. Um, should we uh, <laughs> should we good. move to the the bench and what's, what's on? on? Let's uh let's let's see what this button does right here. What's on my bench? Wow. Uh, who wants to go first? Is his name Dan? I think it is. Dan, do you want to go first? Oh. Not really, no. No, should I go first? I'm trying uh, to write down the you time go first, stamp. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll go first. You um, never go first, Pete. So yeah, I I I don't know if I mentioned it, but I hit 100k uh, last week, so it's pretty exciting. Oh, did you? Did, I didn't. Did know. I? Yes, on the Instagram, and uh, uh, nothing makes you feel less like a winner than your friend or neighbor or someone. My neighbor Joe came over. He's like, "Oh, was telling him you hit a cake? He, you hit 200k." I was like, oh, no, it's just 100K. He's like, oh, okay, I told him 200. I'm like, well, now I feel cool. like a failure. Thanks for just downgrading my well, excitement. Did you tell him, well, if you add up all my social medias, it's yeah, 200. It's, it's 100 to. Like 3,000. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. It's 115. That's closer. Yeah, I'm killing it. Um, but anyway, so I've just been excited about that and uh, and growing things. Uh, speaking of grown things, we you know we obviously talked about YouTube a lot. Um, we talked a little bit about this in a pre-show. Barnett, uh, Adam Barnett, and I, we were just on a call. We we're just like chatting, BSing about life and work and everything. Android user. Yeah, he used an Android phone. We're not gonna hold it against them, but just don't text them because uh, it'll be green, gross. Don't text. And me. <laughs> don't text me, bro. And um, we, we kind of just set a goal. Uh, and it's, he's not the only one, but with with him, I, we were like, by the fifteenth of May, we're putting out a video doesn't matter what it is. Like we need to put it out. Obviously we're going to try for quality. Um, but like we need to get something out cause we both are trying to grow it. Um, the other motivator has been Jeff from two moose who he like, I don't know, just, uh, he gave me some very simple advice, but the way he talked about it, he's like, just do it. Just think of it like an eight, 10 minute story and, uh, get some good B roll, get some, some stuff going. I like, I went and like rewatched some of his, content and then watch some of the new new stuff that i haven't watched yet and it was actually like you know he's very relaxed him and jess are very relaxed in their videos it doesn't feel like it has to be like this over i keep thinking like i have like a make make a scorsese film every time i i do it and just like just the thought of it makes me not want to do it so i wrote a script for a um uh basically a a 3d printer review for the bamboo versus the uh mark threes that i have and and kind of talking about the business and stuff and i'm kind of gonna almost do it i don't want to say vlog style because that's not what it's going to be but i'm kind of thinking of just recording more of a um just having a conversation talking can i give you yes please can i give you some thoughts on that i think it's a great idea i think that so I think the thing that I'm finding with me, my biggest problem when I make, so I'm going to tell you what my problem is that I'm learning. I'm getting way more comfortable with making YouTube videos now. I'm finally comfortable being myself. And I think you can see it in the most recent video in Mox and Vice video. I am, my, the videos, the parts of my videos are the best when I'm concise and mm-hmm. not rambling. And I tend to ramble and we have to like reshoot things because I ramble. So can, can't, can being concise is something that I think has really helped out John over at Lincoln Street. He's mm-hmm. so concise because he writes such a strict script. I really like John. But it's sometimes to me it's a bit dry. But it's also very good and fast content. So like it's very good. Like John like his he's yes. so concise. There's no fat in the so in the I agree uh, dialogue with you because one of Have my- you seen John? 
Yeah, he's, he's very celery. <laughs> so <laughs> celery woodworks from John, John from celery woodworks. But no, I agree. So uh, the reason I was saying High like fiber the, woodworks. the, I don't mean as like a blog <laughs> style, but like I'm able to talk and just kind of record it and I can then cut out any fat or cut out the things where I kind of stumble or whatever or cover it up with B-roll. You know, it's just uh, what I'm basically talking about, like when I'm talking about blog style is I can record all the, the talking head stuff and doing things. But I can cover up a lot of the stuff with uh, B-roll to kind of make it look smooth and you won't be able to tell that there's cuts and transitions in there. And because, yes, I, I don't like when there's a lot of ums and thoughts like I don't want to shoot it the way we would record this podcast where we're just kind of right. talking. This and is different. This is stream of pauses. Content. You exactly. don't want that. I want it to be concise and cut out the fact like you're right. Uh, but still make it feel like we're just having a conversation. I am not concise when I speak. I have to think about it very carefully or write it out to be concise. So that's something I'm definitely going to be trying to work on. But you know what? You only get better by doing it. So I just need to I'll get find this link for you, Pete. But I, that Patty Galloway guy did another video on this account. So this he he's talking about this account and it was really interesting. So this guy had another account where he had 300,000 subs. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, he put on Twitter, he's like, in two weeks, I'm going to change YouTube. So this guy started a new channel. He grew it to like 10 million in like four months or something. That's illegal. It was nuts. He, all he puts up is videos of fake Discord, fake Discord chats that they're these comedy skits. And the videos, he's like doing everything that you think it's like the opposite of what YouTube should be. It's these <laughs> ridiculous skits and they're only like five minutes long. But the, the videos are so interesting and they're so concise and, and the guy had, there's like constantly sounds going. So there's always something grabbing your attention. There's no like slow points. The videos are like five minutes, but people are going back and re-watching the same video or watching more videos on a channel. And what, what his proof of concept is, he figured out that YouTube rewards people for keeping them on the platform. Yeah. Which is what all the which algorithms all the platforms want, right? Do. Yeah, exactly. But like this guy's videos, people are going back and you can see in his trends that like they'll watch a video and they'll go back and watch an older video and then they'll go through all of his videos and then they'll watch him again. So this guy's doing this thing where he's like telling this long, cohesive story. I'll find the video for it, but it's really interesting because they, t- they talk about how he talks about how he has sounds constantly going. So it's like grab like grabbing your attention. Yeah. Like what like you're always asking this question of like what you can't well, and you can't miss the next thing. Let me ask you this about the keeping on a platform but trying to get people to watch your other stuff. Do you guys add cards to other videos? No, in the middle I'm of not video? going to because it'll draw I think so. I was talking to other people about this and they're saying no, I don't do them because it's you're they're taking them off your current video. It's gonna kill your CTR. I thought too, but then I've seen some people that really push it and they do well. And I don't know. Like, is there I'm, no way to make those cards click to a new window? I don't I think don't so. Know. I I don't know. I I think your best bet is to do the in-screen cards uh, if you're wanting like, to give them an easy way to jump to a video that's similarly related or somehow in the same vein. I think you really got to think about that stuff. Yeah. Also, like what I'm learning is don't do an outro. Like I've always done this A plus B plus C equals D yeah. video format. And it's so boring. And I've always been like, why? Like looking, I'm like, oh, that's just how you make I've also been watching some stuff now that's like, don't do intros. Intros are dead. No, I'm like, what? don't do intros. You literally <laughs> yeah. come in with a cold, hot open and you jump right into it. I think it. that's where it, like, you need a cold open. No, like, well, you, you have to have the hook right out of the gate. Well, hook, you have exactly, to have the hook. Yeah. You yeah. need the hook. There's no intro. Intros are dead. Outros are dead. Yeah. Like I want, we're trying to make the videos now. Peter and I are trying to make the videos. So you don't even know the end of the video is coming. 
Like the video is going to end and it makes sense that it ended, but you don't know that. I'm not like, well, that's the build. <laughs> I'm just Here's- imagining like you in the middle of a sentence and it just cuts and then like, it just yeah. says Finn. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> let me, no, it's not even like, you don't even put like, let me show you the Executive director Dick Clark. Like, just like. <laughs> Look, I mean, the retention on the last one, like there's no drop off at the end. It that's, literally that's just straight nice. line. That's what you want. Like none of that. Yeah. So you need to like get them in that. Fr- anyway. I'm, oh, I'm actually, podcast, sorry. And I'm but. going off on a rant. We went on like our YouTube rant today. One thing that I actually really enjoy videos is when the cards do come up at the end, you know, to go, go to this video, this video, this video. It is a pre-planned thing with a video shot. Basically, they wrap up the, the video, but then they continue going like like they're wrapping up the video and they're just like monologuing. They're like, Oh yeah. Like uh, if you enjoy this, you've really got to, you know, they'll talk about some other project. We tried doing this, blah, blah, blah. Or I broke the thing and I talk about it over here. Um, and it, like, they kind of like interact. It's not just like a outro screen. It actually, it's like a continuation of the video, but it's a lot more like loosey goosey kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyways, that's a whole different I just thing. think that like w- w- when we're filming now, like we're thinking constantly about CTR. Like when we're doing Mox and Vice, I was going to do the uh, – I was going to show me putting on the hardware and then do the mm-hmm. dog holes. But Bloody. we're like, wait, as soon as people see the hardware go on this Mox and Vice, they have no more reason to watch this video. Yeah. So we did dog holes and then mock and then hardware and that retention stayed all the way through. So I think as soon as people saw the hardware, they're like, oh, the video is wrapping up because it's done. Well, if we're thinking about like how we – position these activities in the video now You're keeping them in always. the video as long as possible that's like yeah, eric spensley to... is like the king of like not answering the damn question till the last 30 seconds of a video he is the king of that like he really does a good job and he keeps you watching the whole entire thing and him monologuing and talking about stuff and then you get the answer to like the question like when the question of the the you know the um title or something or thumbnail is like how to do this or how I feel about blah, blah, blah. He doesn't tell you until the end. So, but anyways, let's. He doesn't even do that though. It's just like, it, it's no a, one should do this in their shop. Like, what? This is nothing do what? Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, so. Yeah. Sorry. Let me, I we went off on a whole rampage here. Yeah, but when yes, are you getting your video out? By when? Uh, by the 15th. So that's my goal. And I have two scripts written out right now. I haven't started work on the coffee table. Um, it's a regular table. It just, it's inspired by my coffee. So that one's written out. And then I have this uh, script. I'm just still tweaking uh, little things, but I'm going to be uh, getting that out. I want to get that out at least shot and start editing before we go on our honeymoon, which is exciting. Also honeymoon's coming up in two weeks. So second week of May, I'm not going to be here. These guys are going to be here, but they may Three not be here. Then, right. Honeymoon. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We were married. Yeah, we got married during oh, oh, COVID, first year of COVID, so we're finally going on a honeymoon. We're going on a vacation, and uh, it's going to be exciting. So, stoked for that. Sick. So, aside from that, my week has been uh, a lot of landscaping, still doing stuff, because the weather's just been amazing, and then suddenly freezing cold, and in the last, like, two days and tomorrow, it's going to be amazing, and then back in the 50s uh, and 30s at night. So, trying to get as much done as possible before it gets super hot because I, I love how you always get the weather that we had like two days. Two ago. days, exactly. <laughs> I was just talking about that. We just get the delay of like Dunlap weather. Um, aside from that, I'm wrapping up a laser job. I ended up getting a new laser kit, a, like a lens kit for my laser from uh, American Photonics, and I got the four inch lens, lens installed. Uh, fun fact if you get that kit and you have the Laguna laser, you can't home your laser. So when you turn it on and wants to go home, if you got a four-inch lens on there, it's going to hit the edge. Okay, talk to me so, like I'm stupid. What does the bigger lens get you? Um, I know well, what a bigger lens gets ask, you on a camera. You're not ready for the answer, Dan. 
Well, okay. It cuts better. So it cuts better. So uh, basically what it is, is the um, if you get the American Photonics kit, the full kit, and it's three or four different lenses, depending on which one you get, and it comes with full, entire full nozzles as well. Reason for that is uh, the machine comes with a touch probe. The touch probe kind of gets in a way a lot of times because it's lower than the actual nozzle. I got so if you're trying it. to do a tray or something, it's going to catch it's on gone. the edge. Yeah. The lens Gonzo. kit, what it is, is the four inch lens kit. The nozzle's actually four inches from the lens, roughly. It's like three and three quarters. And then you use, uh, they literally ship it with a AAA battery. I've, I've made a laser cut thing that's like the same thickness, basically. And you just adjust it. So like you bring up your bed to within that distance. I think it's like almost 10 millimeters of the tip of the lens. And then you're dialed in perfect. So you don't have to do the probe. You don't have to do anything. You just bring it in. And then if you, uh, a four inch lens basically means that the V of the, like the laser beam going down to the, the point where it cuts and then it continues and it almost makes like an X. So that V is longer. So when you're making your cut, the walls are a lot tighter together. It's, it's not so much a V and you're able to cut deeper. Whereas uh, a two and a half inch lens, which is what, what it comes with, that's kind of more standard. It's a good all around lens. And then there's a one and a half inch. And so your V goes inch. from this to this. From wide, yeah. It's like using a 90 degree bit on a CNC down to using a 30 degree bit. Don't okay. Think of it like that, that makes more sense to me. Sorry, I, I should have just started with that. So I'm pretty stoked now to like work with it. I do need to get a new compressor because I feel like I'm not getting enough airflow now because the nozzles do reduce the size of the uh, actual inlet. So I have it hooked up, but I went from like, basically it, it it's less air flowing through it. And I think we need a little more, Mike. I think you were suggesting like 25 PSI or 20 PSI for I do 25 cuts. PSI for yeah. cuts. Yeah. For, for all cuts? Because you, you have to get rid of the material. I mean, there's yeah. so much material being obliterated yeah. that you need to move it out of there quickly. So. Exactly. So I feel like the one that ships with Laguna is not actually the one that you uh, want because that thing is just not getting enough PSIs. Um, so aside from that, I'm wrapping up this laser job. It's three eighths acrylic. So I wanted to get that thicker stuff, but I'm still having to run it pretty hot. So I do want to do a lot of tuning. The nice thing about this customer or nice and not nice thing is he's very particular. He want, he wanted the, the dimensions dialed in very well. So we actually spent like three hours dialing in my laser, changing the steps. So like my X and Y was like dead on, um, before we even started the job. Uh, so it was kind of helpful for me cause I was able to dial it in, but he's going to get a good uh, result from the job. So that was my laser stuff. I'm excited. I'm almost done with it. I just need to cut like three more pieces tomorrow. I just ran out of time. Um, aside from that, I, despite being so busy, I am so unmotivated. I am riding a wave of no motivation this week and last week. And a lot of this is unfortunately, cause like I care way too much about my damn cat Binks. Binks, she like, she, this cat runs my freaking life. She's, uh, she was, you know, obviously not feeling well. She was acting out. And then like today she like hissed at Emma and I'm like, what the hell you were getting better. Now you're like acting out again. So we got to do that's just cat things. I know, but she's, she went from being like, Paco really hisses at me to like, like twice a day and growl. And I don't want her to like attack him. So we're just like, we're stressed out about it. And like when I'm stressed out, like I don't eat, I'm just like lost in thought and I'm not getting any work done. So I got in the shop today. felt really good. I got a lot of stuff done. Um, but yeah, I'm just fighting a wave of unmotivation. So if you're out there, if you're listening to this, uh, shoot me a message and tell me to get off my uh, fat but skinnier ass because uh, I did lose a little bit, a little bit of weight lately, and I feel so much better. Oh my god, I lost like 13 pounds now. I feel so much better. Oh my god, 
Good, dude. Like, you know, you know, you're gaining weight. It's slow. So like you don't realize how crap you feel until you start feeling better. It's like, oh, this is what it's like. I'm not supposed to be out of breath and tired when I wake up. Okay, cool. Good to know. But that's that's my crazy week. Uh, Dan, are you ready? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Dan, what's going on with you? Etsy. Okay. Yeah. Mike, what's Etsy. going on with you? <laughs> no, I hit a couple milestones Etsy, this last week. Uh, I'm up to, I just crossed over 800 cells for the year. Congratulations. And 3,500 overall since I started. That's nothing so, to scoff at, man. I've That's been really good. busy. I've been really busy. I know I say every week I say Etsy, wait, Etsy, wait, wait. Etsy. But Carry the two plus pie. And that's roughly over $100,000 this year of it's, gross income. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing well. So every week when I say Etsy, that's I'm doing 60 to 75 orders a week now. Proud of you, dude. If not more. That's awesome. Um, we just got out. The last slide table I got from that viral video. You mean from like oh three weeks goodness. ago when you yeah? On the well, th- I put a thirty day lead time on those Disney tables, stuff? so okay. But some of them were overdue, and I had I had to you know make amends with a few people. I just sent them like an extra set of coasters or something. But it's nice to have those out of the shop now, finally. Um, and then I started working on the the farmhouse table again. Uh, that's been kind of sitting on the back burner while I'm, I try to catch up all of the Etsy orders that I'm behind on. Um, I just ordered the uh, Rockler extension hardware, the same hardware that Mike bought. I bought the same stuff. It, it looked like an easy thing to install. So, so, so I figured, well, what the heck? I'll buy the same thing. So absolutely, I'll I'll be putting that on there as well because they they also want their table to extend. Um, Can I give you a word of advice? Please do. I was actually going to ask Instead you. Instead of using the stupid metal hardware that's shaped like this for when you bring it together <clears> and it closes to itself, you know, uh-huh. that you've seen on the bottom of, just use dominoes. Okay. Put put a put glue a domino on one side and leave an empty mortise on the other so it slides that whole. Oh yeah, that's like that. I'd already thought of that in my head. Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't cheaper, even taken it out of the box. Better. Yet. Uh, the the other hardware is garbage that you buy. It, we try. It's just stupid. Like it does not work as well. We ended up taking it off, throwing it in the trash, and using dominoes. So. That's what I was thinking in my head. I didn't even Perfect. know that they had that uh, hardware yeah. for that. I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. I just bit my lip as I said that. I haven't even <laughs> taken it out of the box yet, so I didn't know that was part of it. I, I had planned. No, it's not part of it. Anyway. it. It was separate. It was separate part. It's separate. We bought it separate. I'll oh, okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, I was going to do dominoes anyway. Um, I'll talk to you about that off the air. Yeah, uh, for sure. I was going to look up We're videos on, on the how air. to thaw just to make sure. We're recording this. <laughs> anyway, um, I've also been trying to, you know, list more products and and uh, put more stuff out there because, you know, as PD says, always be listing. ABL. And I haven't been listing a whole lot lately, so I've been trying to rectify that. Uh, it's going well. I haven't sold anything yet, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a stew. It's marinating or something. <clears throat> it's contingent on <laughs> things it's contingent on your sales are directly contingent on sales yeah <laughs> um gosh what else i feel like i'm missing something oh i don't know if i mentioned this last week but uh i was a guest on sawdust nation podcast did you I did mention you did week? yeah you milked yeah. that oh, for like did you actually minutes. listen to this ep- the last week's mm-hmm. episode mike 
I had like a super long drive on Monday. I threw the p- podcast on. Oh, so you oh, ran it so long that he ran out of all the good he ones. He needed some white noise. He ran out of no. all of, all of uh, I was like, I'm going to throw the podcast on <laughs> for the drive back. It was like a three hour drive back. Yeah, he ran out of So you just listened to it three times? No, I listened to a bunch of hip hop beats on the way up and then the podcast on the way back. Nice. And then I got Very in a car nice. accident. So, not not actual know. songs, just samples of beats. Listening to Lee put me to sleep, so I crashed right into a family of seven. So. No, I'm <laughs> don't make me choke on the air. Um, gosh, I had something else I wanted to talk about, but you'll uh, think of it. It escapes me. Mike's thing. I yeah. always do. You always do. Anyway, let's let's hear what's in Mike's world. <laughs> Mike's bench. Um, well, last week I went to a festival event. That's why I wasn't here. That was a fun time. Oh, good. Right. Of- I thought of the thing too. That you weren't at, and I'm mad at you for that. Oh, that's the Philly oh, event. Dude, I, went to the Philly I Maker event, and it was awesome. that event that I didn't get invited to. Oh, Thanks, everybody. I, I wanted to be there so bad, dude. It's just really bad I know, time it was, right now. What it's, a bummer. It was. I'm really bummed out. Um. Anyways, I wasn't able to go to that, but uh, I was at the festival thing. Had a great time. Went karaokeing with uh, Jason and uh, Lindsay with Woodbrain and. Nice. My buddy at my buddy Quentin. If he, I don't know, I don't know if he's, my buddy Quentin from Festival. He's a good dude. He was out there. He's my homie over there at Festival. Um, and then who else was there? Joni Sprague, and then Made by Mary Lou. Mary Lou was there, and I know I'm freaking someone else. So I'm gonna feel like a real jerk. Um, Key is not to name anyway. them. Just say a lot of great people. Uh, well, there was just like a few of us out at the karaoke place. I don't know why I'm. Uh, oh, f- Sadie, awesome orange. Sadie was there. Yeah. Um. So we had a. It was a nice karaokeing till, and then we went down to the ocean because Quentin had never seen the o- the Pacific Ocean before. So we went to the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific we were ocean? in Huntington Beach, so we went to we we took a lift out to the ocean and specifically then the, Coast Guard, the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Then the Coast Guard chased us off, or the not the Coast Guard, the lifeguards chased us off because you can't be there after ten because of the homeless people. So we took off and uh, went to the crime. Because <laughs> of all the crime. Um, so that was a really good time. Really excited about that. Finished up that table, the extension table uh, Dan was referring to. Man, it is really hard to argue that Clara Walnut isn't the ar- the most beautiful wood on the planet. Like it is I absolutely th- just—it's so stunning. Like that table got finished up, and whew, boy, is that good stuff. I wish I could We're- get that stuff around here. <clears throat> and I've been a pretty heavy like Rubio advocate, and it's a great product. But I started using uh, Zach's Rustic Lumber Store finish, mm-hmm. really? and I am 100% switching my shop over to Rustic Lumber Finish. That stuff really? is incredible. The wax buildup is so freaking nice on that stuff. It is so smooth. Is it a one-coat can... finish just like Rubio? It's a, it's a five-to-one hardener, uh, one-coat finish just like Rubio. It is amazing. Huh. Um, I am, I am really blown away that it's, he, I mean, I won't go too much into the logistics of how he acquires the stuff, but, um, I'm, well, I know I'm he drives moving. up to Wisconsin. To no, get it, he or it something comes like from Turkey. It's, it's a really good finish. Like I am really shocked. He has some milk of um, Turkey. Yeah. I, it's yeah, Turkey it's, oil. It's weird. Turkey oil is, uh, very, I have uh, nipples too, to Greg. Can you milk, Can you milk me? me? <laughs> so I really like the stuff. I asked him if I could become an affiliate because I really like the stuff that much. So he, I'm an affiliate for that stuff now, but, uh, man, it is killer product. Um, so we're going to be sh- swapping over to that when we're not spraying. Um, what else is going on? Oh, I bought Jackson a dirt bike. Oh yeah, that's right. Up. 
Yeah, I got them a little fifty. It was uh, I got it from some crackhead. It was, needed some work, so I, I got I got it all fixed up. Got new plastics on there. Came with a free find anything. Find yeah, anything inside of it loaded with crack. <laughs> I was like, why is the engine not turning over? Oh, there's a bunch of crack in here. Oh, it's no, all it's, the crystal uh, meth. It's oh. all the crack. No, um, <clears throat> what else happened? Um, oh, built. Oh, that Mox and Vice video came out. Yep. That went out. That is man, I love that video so much. I I, I liked that video as well, Michael. It was, it was very I'm good. really excited about worst the thumbnail you've ever done though. Worst one. That thumbnail is so freaking funny, <laughs> man. It's cracking up. Wait till you see the video the thumbnail for the video coming out on Sunday. <laughs> it's a good one. Um Oh, I got a fiber laser. Um thunder laser. They sent at your I'll age it's good to have some fiber in your diet. Yeah, you gotta have some fiber in your No, I got a fiber laser. Um it's really neat, man. That the the hardware. It's a really good laser. The software for it. It's not there. It's not Thunder's so- software. It's a c- software called EasyCAD. You have to use it for these fiber lasers. Um, it's oh, so you can't really use Lightburn on it? No, Lightburn hasn't figured out the processor for these machines yet. So mm. everyone's hoping it comes soon, but it's not there. So I have. I had to get another. I have to get another Windows machine for it. It's a real. It won't run on. EasyCAD won't run on Windows in parallels. There, it just won't work. It's an issue. Really? So Boo. I have, I had to move some stuff around and get I'm like a solid Surface Book for that thing. Then you'll have both. On I'm gonna get a good computer. I think I'm just gonna build a desktop for, uh, for the company. Those are that's fun to do. I like doing that stuff. I'll spend a weekend doing that. So do you have time? Uh, <laughs> do I have time? I, I mean, it only takes like a day. I mean, I'll do I, it on listen, a Saturday. I'm an avid like computer builder. I'm like, I'm in a realm right now. Like, just I might just buy a PC. <laughs> Well, I probably should. I really don't have time. Don't waste don't time. Maybe don't just... source parts. Don't waste time. So just, I found one actually today. It was a Dell. Like it had some pretty decent specs for like three hundred bucks from the renewed store from Amazon. Mm. It looked just fine. Like it was a. It was like three hundred bucks. Like the unrenewed version of yeah. it is like eleven hundred or twelve hundred oh, bucks. Just the desktop. Yeah. I just need a desktop. So what's up, Dan? Whenever I buy, so like I've bought my kids a couple Macs. So whenever I buy them a new computer, I get it from Woot.com. Mm. I always get a crazy, you know, I know you're not buying a Mac, but like yeah. I found my my kid, my son, he's got a 27-inch iMac, and I paid like 350 bucks for it. Nice. Well, I can't get a Mac. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It won't but, run on but Mac. They have, but they, they have, have. No, they have good yeah. deals. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, this one's 32 gigs of RAM. Um, It's got... A one terabyte solid state drive. What it's an i7. i7. It's what? an i7. Uh, forty nine seventy. Is what it says. It's thirty two megabytes of RAM. Is that good? That's an old boy. That's a. Really is it old? But really I mean, I just need boy. to run a Spire Mosaic. These old CAD programs on it. That's if it's a forty seven hundred K. It's a. It's like a seven year. It's we're on thirteen. We're on thirteenth gen, and one comes out every year. So do the math. That's a nine-year-old machine. Not a nine-year-old machine. That's a nine-year-old processor. So it's okay. Mm. I would recommend something newer. Just my thought. Okay. So that's that's that how you can tell. Out. So look at look at when you look at the processors, it's not always about the i3, i7. I will i3. not shop for computers on the show. I'm sorry, everyone. Anyways, I need Let's to do probably it get Let's do a new, yeah, new segment. I need, prob- <laughs> I need to do that. So got that laser. It's really cool. Uh it is very that's gonna be your Tumblr machine, right? Or like for uh, that's going to be for tumblers, man. I, I've been engraving all my wrenches. 
like with my oh, really? logo on it and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like all day. It's fun. It's cool figuring out like it cuts metal. It's Wait, really, what about the tumbler? Really cool. Did it come like with a tumbler or you can use? Yeah, the it one came with a rotary. It's like oh, it I got like a, it came with like a, a thousand dollar like chuck rotary. rotary. It's sick. That's yeah, I'm it's just really picturing nice. like chuck, a rock yeah. tumbler. Yeah, it's Your what laser it is. Has it a runs rock for tumbler. like three days yeah. and then you pull out a. Tumbler. Yeah, and then you pull it out and then it's. Yeah, and then you can laser each rock for soft rocks. Yeah, yeah, soft rocks. Asking for soft rocks, their logos on. It's a great way to get your rocks off. You gotta okay. get your rocks off. Um, I will find out tomorrow when my new CNC comes. I'm super excited about that. I'm getting the Laguna Swift 2 SUV. If it's not even a 12 baller. horsepower, SUV. I don't want to hear about it. It's have a 12 a horsepower. Oh, damn it. Uh, <clears throat> it's a 12 horsepower spindle. Um, it's got eight All tool auto changer and uh, <laughs> a 10 horsepower vacuum pump. And uh, yeah, it's going to be baller. It's going to so. dim the lights in a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. So we got... Um, I don't know. I'm just like really pumped on cabinets right now. We're just they're just such good work. It's such good work. But um anyway, really excited about that machine. We're we're gonna start setting up on Monday all the air. I'll know tomorrow when it's shipping. So it's supposed to come early to middle of next week. So I got a grade all coming for that. So we're supposed to see it like next week sometime. But we're running all the airlines, all the electricals done. I got the so I had to get when you run have these machines that need all this air constantly, you have to have the compressor, a filter. An air dryer and then another filter. It's just like so much I feel money. Like you like need like just a compressor system now. Like a dust collector, you need a compressor system. Well, that's what I have to have. That's what I did. I had to invest like thirty five hundred dollars in like air compressor stuff for this thing. It's insane. But the cool thing is, is now I can my big air compressor, my eighty gallon, will run the CNC and it has enough CFM to run the laser as well. So I can put my other my air compressor in the main building. Uh, my 30 gallon. So um, that's going to be nice. And this, this two stage air compressor is so much quieter. It's ridiculous. It's so quiet. Oh, really? Okay, stage. good. Oh, yeah, it's quiet. So, uh, which is good because the vacuum pump will not be quiet. Um, <laughs> that will be very loud. Um, so, anyway, we're just kind of cleaning up space. There's going to be some new dust collectors coming to the shop too, which is going to be slick. Um, I milled brass for the first time last weekend. I've never milled metal. That was super cool. I milled barbells. I'm actually gonna see if there's any interest in people buying those uh in buying milled brass barbells on and the cnc is, or i did it on the origin for the video that's how i oh, wanted okay. to do it but i think if there's any interest in it well, when you say um, barbells like i know what they are but they're what they're kind of- literally shaped they're they're basically it's not it's like a bow tie kind of thing it's an inlay okay. for stable it cracks stabilization but they're made of brass it's shaped like a it's like a, a rectangle and then two circles on the end yep. of the rectangle basically um it's for stabilization um but i talked to a company who makes cncs they've reached out to me in the past but it didn't make sense for me to work with them but i reached out to them and they have uh, uh, just an affinity of of cnc options uh but anyway if if i there's any interest in the cnc brass barbells um i'll have one of those machines in the shop just to cut those because the machining is actually kind of neat uh and like the the chip load stuff is a bit different um but if there's interest in them in people buying them i want to offer them because i can't find them anywhere there's there's a lot of brass uh demand well i'm scratching that off my list like you were gonna do brass barbells i was gonna do brass bow ties i got brass oh do brass bow ties dude yeah do it like that so you're the bow tie king of Sarpy County. I'm milling, gonna do barbells. Milling so. brass is actually not as common as you'd think. Like there's there's a lot of people that there, I can't want. I couldn't find them anywhere. Like it's a nice cheap tool metal sells a two inch cool. one. Yeah. It's not that cheap. Well, <laughs> no, it's not like, cheap. As far as the metals it's, go, it's not. So a quarter yeah, yeah it's, it's cheaper than a lot of metals, yeah. but like a quarter inch sheet that is thirty six inches wide and forty eight inches long. Guess the price on that guess. 
Like I'm willing to bet it's like seven fifty. It's twenty three hundred dollars. Okay, I was off. <laughs> we were like way off. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not. I know. Cheap. Like, I know it's not. I, cheap. That was the best price I could get it. So you um, know what? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Damn. Now, so what yeah, they're going to be like your... nine ninety nine a piece. Wait, so. wait. I bought a a like just a little bar of brass off of Amazon. It's like two inches by twelve inches, and it was thirty five dollars. Yeah, I got a two and a quarter. Uh, just so I could test this idea. I got a two and a quarter by a quarter inch by that was two and a quarter by uh two feet long off McMaster car. It was ninety dollars and it came the next day. Oh, um, I didn't so, even realize you could get that off McMaster. Yeah, car. McMaster car is dope, dude. I love that place. Like I get oh, my, I, just, I, I always place. forget about them. It's such a great spot. I mean, it's next oh, I have day. the you app. It it's great. Day. Yeah. I, I you forget. open up a business account with him. You don't pay tax. I have one. Um, oh, I forget about yeah, it all so, the time. <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So I want to do these brass barbells. I, I really liked how it came out. I'm really pumped with it. Um, and I think they'd be really cool to offer. So um, let's see. Uh, finishing up. You guys remember the bug table with all the bugs in it? Oh, my God. Is it coming Why back? We're still Nick? talking about it. Because I just finished his new table. Uh, this okay, week, I thought we were redoing really that table. Beautiful. No, I did. I just redid it. Oh, you read? <laughs> I just re- you did. I gave him a brand just... new table, like all new slab, everything. Like the other slab, I is garbage. I mean, oh my it's garbage, god, so. Jesus um, Christ, dude! We're doing a lot of shipping right now. We're shipping out. Uh, a, we're, we just created. You ship up your pants. Two- we shipped, yeah, we got a customer in Pennsylvania. He needed some pants, so we shipped our pants. Oh, Adrian! No, we're shipping out two countertops to Pennsylvania. Uh, those are created. The hey, stay in your market. Stay in your lane. <laughs> they co- they want a Mike Coffee countertop. They get yeah, a Mike Coffee yeah, countertop. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and then we're shipping a uh, a, a conference table to to Maryland. Uh, that'll go out on Wednesday next week. Where it's going to be done probably maybe on Tuesday. But and then we're shipping a media console to uh, Hollywood on um, Holly, not Bali. Like the Not American Bollywood, one? No, okay. that'd be way pricier. The, the We're going worst to Hollywood, one in That's going to ship out like in a few weeks. We haven't even started on that thing. So anyway, it's an all walnut media console, one inch thick material. It's pretty slick. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just been uh, a lot of, I have like a lot of long-term projects that are just way out right now. They're just long-term projects that are going to be long negotiations and stuff. So um, I got a new airless gun for spraying paint because all my events companies are like, Hey, these projects are going to be coming up. And they're like, all my events customers are replacing all of the stuff that they buy from us and doubling the size of their stock. Wait, what is an <laughs> so airless want... gun though? Like airless. Uh, it's, it's like a gun the, without air. It's a, yeah, it's the air, you Can't know, the, like, um, <laughs> you know, like the Graco X fives, those are called airless guns. They, they, Spray a lot of material at oh, once. They just, like for, oh, they just so, go right directly into the, the like the Yeah, it doesn't yes, there's no it's God. like it's pushing so the I had bought like the cheaper one that is cord like the cordless one. Uh not the cordless one. I bought the cheaper uh Graco that you plug in and it was like yep. two hundred and ninety bucks or something like that. And I really was unimpressed. Dan, don't you have a Graco? Yeah. Which one do you have? Uh the true Graco true three sixty. Yeah, that's the one I bought. Man, it is do you like that thing? Oh, yeah, it's fine for paint. I just hate uh, it. I don't it's use it a whole like lot, the... but I don't paint a lot, but I just use it for you know, paint. Yeah, I mean, we we did it. We had to do a bunch of panels last year, and I was just like, man, it's so bad. 
So I I, call, I like reached out to Graco on Instagram, and they're like, it's fine for DIY, like every once in a while stuff. It's great. I was like, yeah, I'm not. What's your next thing? Mass producing anything? Yeah, like, yeah, no, so. no, no. That yeah, it's fine. Like they're like for that it's stuff. But the problem is like you have to like prime it and like br- like change the tip a lot and clean yeah. It out. They're like, if you're trying to do more, you're gonna. So I got this the next one up when it's like it's like nine hundred dollars for this Ultra Max one. Ooh. But you can spray it as an HVLP tip on there. So you can spray clears, which we're not going to do. But we put the 310 tip on there and we're going to be – It's everyone's swearing by how good it is. So I picked up that because we're going to be doing a bunch of panels for these clients. Um, I've got like seven of these events clients now. And um, they just have a lot of stuff coming this hey, summer. It's going to be wild. But you got a lot of jobs coming dude, in though. It's, That's good. It's easy though. I mean it's like – it's well, it's not e- – it's – it's not complicated. We're literally like cutting out a panel shaped like an arch and then spray painting it like out of MDF. Um, so it's interesting. And also, sorry if I'm bat- going like way on long on this, but so I've been learning mosaic and I haven't been able to talk about this because I've been on the show. So there's this guy named Nick Frost in the mosaic forms. <clears throat> so have you guys ever heard of super refined MDF? Cause this is nope. new to me. No. So it's like MDF that has, is like super highly compacted and pressed down. It's really, really fine. And even when you cut it, it doesn't create as much dust. Um, and you can sand the edges to like 320. And it, you know how when you spray primer mm-hmm. or stuff on, it doesn't it absorb it in like that. Oh, it really? doesn't soak up. Oh. Like you, you, So they use it. And it's not much more expensive than regular MDF. So basically what this guy is doing, and I'll send you guys a picture. But imagine you have a, pe- like, okay, imagine you have a face frame, a cabinet with a face frame, right? And then inset doors, okay? Mm-hmm. So they're taking like a whole sheet of of the super refined MDF, and they are making shaker style doors out of the eight out of the super refined MDF by just making a a square a pocket, giant pocket, yeah, a pocket in the middle, and then they cut with an eighth inch bit the profile of that shape, right, that rectangle. <clears throat> yeah. Then they cut out the face frame out of that same piece of MDF. You have the entire face frame and the doors out of one sheet of MDF. And now you have an eighth inch reveal around the whole thing. I'll send you a picture of it. It's wild. And it's like such, yeah, the whole, he did an entire kitchen, all the face frames, all the door and drawer fronts, the entire kitchen, uppers and lowers was four sheets of MDF. And downers? It was wild. I'll send you guys a picture after this. I don't know if I'm explaining it well enough for it to be visual. No, no, no. I understand exactly what you're talking about. But like, um. I'm like, holy smokes. And it's the dude's like, yeah, I mean, if you're painting it, they're not going to tell the you can't tell the difference. Like you if you're painting it, it just looks See, like the thing. I, any I other always wood. like I have trouble painting <clears throat> MDFs. Like what do you just hit it with a primer or you hit it with like a. Um, so you sand it, you sand it to 320. So it doesn't uh, that edge you sand to 320. So it doesn't absorb as much. Mm-hmm. And then you hit it with the primer heavy first. You're probably going to end up having to do two coats of primer, oh, okay. but then you only need to do like one or one or two coats of the, of See, the, I've heard of people saying finish. like, Oh, spray with like lacquer or something like this or even rattle can or whatever. To so seal it. So yeah. You in. could rattle can it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, li- I like the primer. But, uh, but any super t- fine like, MDF you can get anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Actually outside of California, heard you can get HDF, <clears throat> which is, um, oh, okay. high density yeah, yeah, fiberboard. Yeah. Is that what it is? And it's kind of the same thing, but it has okay. more formaldehyde, so you'll get more sick from it. Listen, but anyway, cool. A Sorry, lots expensive these days. So, <laughs> lots of lots of rambling. Sorry, guys. Uh, let's jump into some written in questions first. Oh yeah. The first question is from Max Reed uh, from Reed Designed Co. Uh, he's looking to get his first big boy sander, and he's not sure if he should go with three sixteenths or three thirty second orbit. Any advice would be appreciated. Um, this is a three millimeter or five millimeter stroke, right? Correct. Yeah, Basically. the three sixteenths is the five millimeter, and the <coughs> three thirty seconds is a three millimeter. He was using it depends on what you're numbers. doing. 
Yeah, well, sometimes they get listed as that on the website. So um, the 3 sixteenths or 5 millimeter stroke is going to be your general general sander, general purpose. You're, that's what you're going to want, I'm assuming. Um, you don't want to have the 3 32nd or <clears throat> 3 millimeter stroke sander unless you already have the general purpose sander, yeah. which would be your 5 millimeter. So I wouldn't get one, that one before. I wouldn't get the 3 mil before the 5 mil. You definitely want the 5 mil first, I think. I feel that's like that's a, yeah, that's here. Three thirty seconds is like a bonus. A three thirty seconds is going to be like a fine sander for finishing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You're not going to use a finish sander. 220 grit. Before we continue right. to, to anyone that doesn't know what <clears throat> any of this means, because they just think sander, it's the, the amount of movement that the head of the sander has moving from center. So it's right. moving three millimeters or three thirty seconds, or it's moving five millimeters. Because they don't just spin. It doesn't if just spin. If they just spin, spun... It would leave lines, but it's because the it oscillates side to side, exactly. that gets rid of your so marks. So bigger movement, potentially bigger you could call marks, it, but really it's removing oh, way more material because it's it's bigger movements. You could call it a random orbit. Uh, yeah, one would. I don't know why anyone would call a sander a random orbit. That's crazy, Dan. Just, just saying. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, 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 I think, yeah, Mike is right. It's like you get it the- It doesn't orbit like million. Uranus. It's a random orbit. Hey, they changed the name last year. Did they? Yeah. It's called Eurectum to stop all the jokes. All right. Yep. I wish Damn I near killed him. Damn near killed him. So bad. But yeah, he's right. Uh, uh, the, the, next- three, the three millimeter is just a bonus sander. I feel like that's what you get after you have a five. You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of woodworking doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. You don't go big or go home. Um, unless you're trying to like, we'll use the three millimeter stroke when we're sanding plywood because it has a harder time burning through the veneer. So we'll use the oh, three mil smart. That. Yeah. So that's our biggest usage for the three mil stroke. Uh, Jordan Chapman says, hey guys, wondering if you guys had any favorite third party accessories for bandsaws, fences, guides, bearings, quick release. I bought an older 16 inch bandsaw in Marketplace and wanted to start dialing it in and <coughs> tricking it out. Thanks a bunch. Love the podcast as always. Jordan Chapman. Pete, what's your thoughts? Uh, I... First of all, 16 The answer is Carter guy. Carter. Carter guides, yeah. Uh 16 inch bands. Carter has 16 a ton of is like a odd size, I feel like. I feel like there's 14 inch and then there's usually bigger. So either way, uh Carter guides are a great option. If this is an older bandsaw, especially a lot of them come with uh literally aluminum blocks to keep your blade aligned. And they work fine. Some of them, even the fancy ones like Laguna, comes with ceramic blocks on there to keep it aligned. They're fine. They're pretty good. They keep it there, but they're um, okay. But honestly, nothing beats like having nice like roller bearing rollers on there. And Carter, yeah, I'm gonna change Carter my guides out. are incredibly good. And once you dial them in, and they have tons of videos. Like uh, one of the people that's very invested in Carter guides is Alex Snodgrass, who is basically the bandsaw king. So if you have any <clears throat> like thoughts, well, oh, like how do I tune this, or how do I do this, or how do I install this? Look up Alex Snodgrass. He's he knows this stuff. He's the bandsaw king. Um, but yeah, that the guides is where it's at. I think that's gonna make a huge difference. Uh and then a fence, I think, is your second second thing after that. Because you can do some, you know, even like handmade ones with some good magnets. I think a good friend of yours is gonna be a nice little feather board, especially for a 16-inch bandsaw. It's probably a little bigger. Mag switch. Yeah, get some mag switches. And build some custom fences or get the mag switch fence, whatever. They, they actually have some a uh, couple options for that, I think. I think they sell feather boards for that. But um, 
Yeah, look up mag switch and definitely Carter guides. I think that that's gonna be your two big upgrades. Dan, what do you think? I think you took all my answers, you jerk. Well, You're what if from my what if they're catching a lot of little uh, cutting a lot of little pieces? How would they catch them quickly on the end of the? Hey, that's it. Hey, I know a guy who's got a video about that. But yeah, I was gonna say before I get into that, I was gonna say Carter guys and watch Alex Snodgrass videos. Uh, sh- shockingly enough, but yeah. Nobody ever thinks of that. Put a little, if you're cutting a lot of little small parts, like say bow ties or whatever, uh, get a little small parts catcher and and stick it to the end of your, or the the outfeed side of your your table on your bandsaw. Uh, I have a video on that on my many, many YouTube videos that I have on my channel. Um, yes, Pete? Oh, hey, uh, since you call on me again, one other thing I would say, depending on how old that bandsaw is, get new tires for the wheels. Get new rubber tires or silicone ones because uh, some of the old ones are they they get worn out. And you can get new tires from our new sponsor, Mr. Wheel Deal. Mr. Wheel Deal. Mr. Wheel Deal at mrwheeldeal.com slash Daniel Dunlap Photography. But yeah, that that's a good thing to get if you're looking, especially if you're looking to do some resaw and have some thicker blades on there. A new tire is gonna make a huge difference. Boom. Um, Mike, any other thoughts? Any other upgrades? Other no spinners get really depending on what you're what you're wanting to do with your bandsaw. I mean, but yeah, if you want to like slap some new cool stuff on there, I think Carter, you can't go wrong there. They have like everything on their site for bandsaws, like everything and most bandsaw models available. So go that route. Ooh, uh, and a magnetic f- light. Get a light that you can pivot to actually see your line. I would highly recommend that on your bandsaw. Or just bandsaw with one hand and then turn on your phone light. Problem solved. <laughs> Uh, this next, this first, and get a shop assistant to blow air on it to blow the dust out of the way <laughs> with a straw, just a silly yeah, straw, a straw blowing on it, like Chris Giffro <clears throat> trying to use dust collection with his hand saws. Uh, As a geisha. a geisha. Uh, the, the first voicemail is from Dylan. Hey guys, Dylan here from Swift Woodworking. Uh, just calling after listening to episode 152. You guys were talking about drop fires and all that, and uh, the batteries possibly starting fires from you know your Dewalt, your Milwaukee tools. Um, found these little outlets, smart outlets from DP Link. You can find them on Amazon. But plug them into a regular outlet. Plug your battery charger into that. And you can actually set your chargers on a schedule. So I have mine that turn on at 7 a.m. and they turn off at 7 p.m. Generally, you know, I'm in the shop that time of day. So if there is anything that happens, I'm here. Um, but you can control it from your phone, set a schedule, do whatever. So just thought be a good piece of information regarding that topic. Thanks. Thank you, Dylan. Very good tip. That was one that came into my inbox quite a bit. Yeah. So I want to, I want your guys' thoughts on this. So Wood Talk has kickback when people call in, not with a question, but with something about what we talked about. Let's call ours kickback. We could. But I, I actually don't hate the idea of having people call in to give us like another solution or something else. Shop hacks. Tell us that we're idiots. Um, something like that, you know, the usual, but let's think of a name, but I kind of like this. If, if you have something to comment about, as long as it's, you know, not nonsensical, um, call in and let us know 
your thoughts. Like, this is a great idea. I use something very similar on my lights, but I, I have a remote set up with it. But time set up for the switches, that's, I think, really, really smart, actually. Switches get stitches. Switches get stitches. Yeah, you're right. That's my thoughts. Fantastic what if tip, called Dylan. It kickback? Thank you so much. Isn't that what you just said their thing's called? <laughs> we'll actually just call it wood talk whenever someone calls in just, yeah. and uh, tells us something about woodworking. So Dylan so. called in with a shop sound. <laughs> uh, that's a great idea. Uh, this next voicemail is from Derek from Malden. No, I'm just kidding. It's from Thomas. French. 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 Hey, guys. Tonight, my question has nothing to do with woodworking, mainly because I don't have no idea if there is a guest or not. All right, so I've really been into fish tanks lately, and I just made my first one. The goal is to make the fishes a small ecosystem so they are happy. And this morning, I was having a cup of coffee. I was looking at them, and then it hit me. What if we were the fish, and the earth is our fish tank? Right now? All right, bye. <laughs> what? I don't. What if um, the Earth was our I fish tank? I didn't pay attention. What was he going talking about? We're we're just you know there's there's plenty of other fish in the sea, guys. <laughs> Tama, um, thank you for calling in. But yes, we're we're all just fish in the ocean. It's a great of, episode of, of the show, guys. Everyone, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. I will not be on the show next week. <laughs> I have an event I've got to get to. We're just calling uh, it. Okay. I, yeah, just, that doesn't make any sense. What just happened? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it is on brand though if listen li, do listen to the pre-show because uh, dan be was talking about his fish sound bites. uh and then having to feed his family with one goldfish and then tomato called calls in with he, no 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 he called in before i gave that story i know yeah but like but we played it right after and i'm like this is topical. you guys collaborated collaborated no we did not collusion <laughs> collusion collusion <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um <laughs> <laughs> classic. Mike's just playing all play. the sounds. Uh, sound if we don't acknowledge him, nobody will know that he's playing sounds, and I won't have to put him in. I know that's what I'm saying. We don't oh. need to acknowledge it. We just need to laugh awkwardly and uncomfortably, just laughing at ourselves, and then or repeating the phrases. Is anthrax bad? I'll just play random sounds. It's going to be good. This will get us out of this awkward Dan, voice. back to that. Tomorrow. I mean, back. honestly, it really is our fault because we didn't, <laughs> we didn't publicize this episode at all. So, uh, Toma, I would say moving forward, if you don't hear us say that we have a, a guest coming on the show, yeah. assume there's not a guest on the show and then just call in a normal question. <laughs> Usually <laughs> if we have a guest on, we're a little better at like promoting the podcast because yeah. we don't want to You'll hang our guests out to dry. You'll hear at least 24 hours in advance that we have a guest. <laughs> we're, we also need to be better about advertising a guest. Um, speaking of guests, next week we will find out who the guest is for next week. <laughs> we'll find out 24 hours before the show. <laughs> and you'll like it. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, hey, before yeah, we go, before we go, I want to give a huge shout out and a thank you to Drew Witt over at Witt Woodworks. Uh, he asked me if I would send him a couple of saw stop zero clearance inserts because he was making a video and he made a video and he pimped out my Etsy store and I sold like 
dozens of saw stop inserts the last weekend. So thank you, Drew. I appreciate it. Your check is in the mail. <laughs> oh wait, no, no checks in the mail. Just don't cash it because it'll bounce. You should have cut him, made him a cut, gave him like four percent or something. Doing a fill. You, you should, should have an affiliate, affiliate for Daniel Dunlow yeah. Woodworks. Mm. <laughs> That's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it's too late now. Next one. I needed to get a Daniel Dunlap uh, saw stop insert done really bad. I need to get that one done like really bad. We need, our our phenolic insert is jacked up. You want to <laughs> talk about what happened? I don't yeah, think we can talk, talk about, about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean pooped a lot while using the table <laughs> did saw. He, did he poop on your saw or? Yeah, and well, it's you know, you turns out you can't cut poop. No, we. Uh, is it like a Sean, hot dog? It's weird. Yeah, no. <laughs> so Sean came, or I came, I came, what was, what happened? I, I was out. I had to go through a job apparently. site or something. I came in to the shop and he's like, hey, there was a little incident. He's like, I'm, I'll probably be off the table saw for the next couple of days. This is a little scary. So he was explaining what happened. Basically, he was running a 45 degree jig I had made and running a piece to cut a miter on a piece and on the table saw and the piece the offcut got off, got cut off, and then it kind of bounced over the blade onto the side of the wood, and then it was just kind of bouncing on top of the teeth because it's a flat top, flat tooth grind tooth bouncing there, and then the the blade caught it and pulled it down and like slammed it into the phenolic insert and just like destroyed the thing, like it was destroyed. What is uh, a phenolic insert? I'm sorry. Confused it's about the, it. the it's red con- insert it's contingent on it's the, it's it the red insert it's okay, made of so this the one that like they're they're made it. of they're phenolic is that i think that i could be saying it wrong i could be absolutely saying it wrong and i hope i'm not man I what an idiot phenolic. yeah how could you say a word wrong <laughs> tell me um what a dumb what a dumb dumb um, it's sorry, a, it's was, a resin it's yeah. a type of resin okay gotcha phenolic <laughs> in resin Damn. insert anyway um anywho it shattered it looks it's like that that stuff you see, the co- like Rockler, oh, exactly are made what of those. Their inserts, yeah, yeah. the the saw stop inserts are made of those. The phenolic top, mm-hmm. um, it's like a the the core is like a what's they make? Uh, it, it's, it's almost like, like a melamine inside of it. Yeah, it's like a thank you, hard, melamine. Yeah. It's, it's a melamine st- type of thing. Yeah, the, anyway, with like a formica that is top just destroyed. Type thing yeah. Yes. Yes. So that is destroyed. So I need to put a Daniel Dunlap ZCI in my saw stop. So <clears> I'm going to do that. I need to cut a few of those out. Anywho, uh, yeah, Daniel Dunlap's new affiliate program is rolling out next month for the ZCIs for every time Maybe. You, someone we'll uses see. your code. Every time someone uses your code, you get negative 3%. So we... you, actually, you actually pay him 3% of the sale. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Dan, well, uh, uh, it's not affiliate. It's affiliate. There's no A in the beginning. <laughs> Daniel if you like to become uh, if sales. you like to become an affiliate for <laughs> Daniel Dunlap, you want to be affiliate? <laughs> if you want to be affiliate, <laughs> oh yeah. gosh, that's good. I hate you guys. Uh, hashtag a geisha. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back next week. I will no, I won't. The show yeah. will be back next yeah, we'll week. Try. Maybe we'll be here. Yeah, we'll, it's contingent on a few things. Contingent on this continuing <laughs> to be a good show. It's contiguous. Uh, we're gonna try to get DIY Gatherer on the show. He's really good. Uh, yeah, it's the opposite of a DIY huntress because hunters can gather jokes. It's yeah. real deep. <laughs> Dan, it's very meta. You no, have to be there. We'll text <laughs> Sa- Samuel Guy Mondi is his name. He's a DIY <laughs> Gatherer. <laughs> no. uh, uh, anyway, hopefully Sam will be on the show next week. She's loosely. 
we, we definitely like to be on the we, show. We, Whoa, what the heck? We wrote a check that she might not cash. <laughs> we're, we're like, yeah, Sam's gonna be on next week. We didn't I'll even ask her. her yet. No, I'll ask her. I'll guilt her. I'll guilt her. I'll make I'll make Emma ask. Oh, her. she You're wasn't asked. Her. No, I was just like, no. oh, we can maybe reach out to Sam because we reached out uh, last week. <laughs> oh. She says no every I time. This is like a conversation with her. There were no conversations had. This is awkward. All right, we'll do the the thing that Dan's been wanting to do for a while. We'll do a wife segment. What you want? You no. you've been wanting to bring Kayla on as a guest, right? Nope. You've been talking about this nope. for, for, nope. for nope. years. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Nope. No. Okay. I thought you wanted to have no. Kayla on as a guest. Oh no. 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 Okay. <laughs> this is going way too long. Uh, yeah, I don't like any of this Philly thing. And real quick. Oh yes, yeah, so no. The uh, no uh, there was a, a get together in Philly that I'm really bummed out because Mike was going to come in and he canceled last minute. Yeah, nobody invited me. Let's not but, forget about that part. Don't worry about it. Um, so oh, I'm Justin it. <laughs> from Call Me Maybe, Justin Maybe put together a little event. Uh, basically, after we had a blast at WorkbenchCon, he just reached out to like I think it was April first, April Wilkerson, and was like, "Hey, you want to hang out in Philly?" Oh with- yeah, she's an East Coaster. She's not so. <laughs> barely. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Tedges. She's in Tedges. Um oh, and like uh, you know, Eric um Eric Curtis got involved pretty early on, and of course he's got uh Amanda and oh my god, I'm blanking on her name in his shop. Larissa. Well. Larissa, thank you. Uh they're both in his shop too. So it was kind of started out as that and then invited a couple other local people. So Pat and Carlina were there, uh the Pineys, uh Emma and I got invited, and then Keith. Actually, Derek from Alden, speaking of him, was supposed to be there, as was Jimmy, but uh, they they couldn't make it. So it was super fun. There was a bunch of other people there, too. And I'm sorry I'm not naming everyone, but uh, Sam was there. And you know what? First time I ever got to talk to uh, April, and she's great. Really enjoyed her. Like, never really got to talk to her before. WorkbenchCon just got it. We saw each other in passing. Other than that time, she, like, shut us down. Well, yeah, that first uh, year, two years ago, when we asked her to be on a pod, and she was like, you guys are nobodies. No, she didn't say that. She was just like, I don't really do podcasts, <laughs> but thanks, strangers that approached me. Um, so, yeah, that was super fun. Really bummed Mike wasn't there, but Eric did an awesome job of taking us around Philly. We did some bar hopping, had some really good food, and uh, and then he gave Philly me some- Philly cheesesteaks? No, no Philly cheesesteaks. Better. But then he Loser. gave me some bourbon at his uh, at his apartment uh, and or his condo, and I was like, oh, well- I'm drunk now. I'm really drunk now. And then uh, Keith drove home because he was he was my DD, which is nice. Because your DD wasn't there. Because my DD was because he there. DD didn't get an invite. Nope, nope, he did not. I'm never letting this go. That's fine. That's okay. You can let it go until next week. Love you all. Bye bye. I had my oh. I had my. It sucked. I really. Oh, sorry, Pete. No, yeah, no. we'll go to that. Oh, we'll see you guys in a couple no, weeks. I'll be back in a couple weeks, yeah. guys. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. It, I was just—it was just me commiserating. It's just been really stressful lately. So I, I had—I bought the tickets to go, but I was like, I can't, I cannot m- mentally do this right now. Next like I'm time. just, I, I'm just like so burned out right now. So I just had to, I had to like have the three. I couldn't be away. I was gonna go from here to L.A. and then from L.A. to Philly and be there for. I mean, it made no sense to fly for a day. It's like a nine, nine or ten hours of flying for me. Uh, there's no directs from L.A. or Sacramento to Philly. Um, oh. It was gonna to philly it's Oof. just like a nightmare so it was just gonna be layovers no matter what so i just couldn't justify it it's like when i, I try to, to fly to go, nebraska like, everything's a layover Gross. yeah there's no directs to, in, to nebraska it's just a nightmare yeah i'm um, not kidding just the layovers <laughs> the the layovers suck no i mean it's just like i i'm i need to go out there really bad to philly like i've been really wanting to get out there and then um 
like hang out with Eric. He's been out here. He's a good dude. It's a, anyway, yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good friend. Um, anyway, we'll be back next week. The show will be back next week. The guys will be here making silly jokes. Yeah. Pete will say something about Bing. Dan will say something about Etsy. It's going to be the same old oh, stuff. We might honestly, we might here. do an all guest show. It'll be like Keith, Sam, and Paul Jackman will be just on here. No guests, just no host, and just guests. Just guests, yeah. Do you you just run the technical side? Just invite side them and then just yeah. bounce out. I'll just like right, turn guys. my camera <laughs> off. Like... All right, bye, 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 love bye, you bye, 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 bye. We love you. Bang!